Welcome to Next Half, Best Half, a podcast from Northeast Ohio Boomer Magazine. My name's Marie Elium. I'm editor of Northeast Ohio Boomer Magazine, and Next Half, Best Half is sponsored by Greater Cleveland Volunteers, celebrating 50 years of connecting people to volunteer opportunities. We'll start our podcast after a brief message from our sponsor. Did you know about the benefits you receive when you volunteer? Besides meeting others, doing good in your community, and being productive, there are many health benefits from consistent activity. Reach out to Greater Cleveland Volunteers to learn what's available for you. Call 216-391-9500, extension 2116, and learn more at greaterclevelandvolunteers.org. And my guest today is someone who I have a ton of questions for. It's Hillary King. She is the founder of Creative Moves, based in suburban Cleveland. And she created or opened her company after living through the experiences of family, friends, and clients who moved during traumatic circumstances. She helps people overcome the challenges of residential relocations, whether they're older adults, people with disabilities, or others simply overwhelmed with the work and details of a move. So welcome, Hillary. Thanks for being here. And tell me a little bit. So I, in my mind, I'm thinking that you have everything all together. You've done your own moves perfectly and you've amassed all this information and uh, you can share it with the rest of us. Is that true? Or is this something that you learn from each client, um, uh, different tricks and techniques to make this easier for us all? Oh, well, thank, thank you for asking me to join you today, Marie. You know, um, I have learned a lot through personal experience. I have learned a lot from my clients, and we've also been trained by the National Association of Senior and Specialty Move Managers to address you know, specific concerns that our clients have. Um, moving is one of the most stressful things that anyone can do, so we work really hard to be able to provide the services that people need and the um, assurances that people need when they move. Well, what are some of the issues people have? I mean, I, so I'm almost 63 uh-huh. and the idea of moving uh, seems so daunting and overwhelming to me. Uh, is it generally like people hire you to move them or do families hire you to move an older loved one or someone who's just not equipped to manage a move on, on their own? It works both ways. Um, We often get a call from a potential client who says that they're moving soon and they need help. Um, I might also get a call from that same individual's family member who wants to know more about the services that we offer. everyone you know it's it's usually a group effort when someone moves though we do help a lot of people um who thought they might have help from family and friends who don't well so how does it start let's say i i call you i've got a move coming and i'm going to move i don't know i'm going to downsize i i'm assuming that's what most people are doing they're downsizing they're not upsizing they're not moving to bigger places 
That's true. Most people are downsizing, but we have worked with people who've moved to multiple places and sometimes to larger places. Uh, one oh. one client um, had a, a baby grand piano and the only place that she could find that would accommodate it oh, and no. the acoustics she wanted was a much larger home. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. So I, I call you and I say, I'm moving. Now what? I mean, what do you tell me? What do you offer? What 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 would I expect from a, a company that helps with every aspect of, of relocating? One of the first things I would say was that we provide a la carte services for people who want maybe help with an attic or a basement or a difficult room because maybe someone in their family has passed away and they just can't face it alone. We also provide turnkey services. So particularly when everything was shut down, we would arrange everything, even though the individual had already moved, was no longer living in the home. And so we use whatever technology is appropriate to share what we're seeing in the home with people, to create plans, to create inventories, floor plans, um, get in touch with all of the different service providers that they need to make the move go well and smoothly and meet all of their needs. So all of the services we provide in a nutshell are from planning to sorting and packing, finding resources people need, um, doing floor plans, carefully labeling everything, finding movers, um, realtors, junk haulers, charities, resellers of uh. all sorts to help people you know, disperse all of their items. And then we help people also on moving day, um, coordinate everything with the movers um, to be there and to be their extra set of hands and legs you know, on that busy day. And we help people move into their new homes too. Well, I bet you see, you've seen all kinds of, <laughs> of things. I, I mean, I'm a big estate sale person. So I go into homes and I'm thinking, what? Like, I, I keep thinking my kids are just going to bring a dumpster and just throw out all of my stuff, you know? So I, and I go into these places and I'm thinking, gosh, I guess a lot of this could have been gotten rid of ahead of time, but what, what sort of um, mistakes or, or situations do you see people get themselves in before a move and how, how can we make our moves better? I mean, how can we do this better? Sure, sure. Um, one of the, the biggest mistakes I think that people make is that they don't realize how much they really have and how much mm. time it will take to let go of everything. Um, okay. Not everything, but you know, to decide, make decisions. What do you want to keep? What do you want to let go of? Where do you want to let go of things to? Um, checking in with family early on. Do they want anything? And if they don't, Often those things are the most um, emotionally loaded possessions. And so it sometimes can be hard for people to let go of them unless they find the right charity, the right reseller, maybe another family member or friend who would want them. So that those kinds of things take time. So the earlier that people can start doing that, the better. Well, I bet you find yourself being a little bit of a, a therapist. You know, I mean... <laughs> You've a, yeah, we've met in person. We've just not talked on the phone or through a, a podcast. And you, you're, you're a calm person. You strike me as being a calm person and someone who would be easy. 
you you have a, a good way about you. And I would think that comes into play when you're talking to people about part, you know, giving up possessions, giving up stuff, because it's not just stuff to them. You know, when, when you've lived in a house for a long time, just about everything in the house carries a memory with it. Um, and, you know, people are used to their surroundings, too. And so some people want to move and have like the, the chair they usually sit in and the table near it to be just like it was in their new home. And sometimes if right. people have cognitive issues, the closer their surroundings can be to where they were, the more quickly they'll adapt to their new home. So um, that's that's one one aspect of it. But another is, you know, um, it's it's part of, you know, what we carry with us. I think there was a book about that. And, you know, if you're a refugee, right. how do you decide what you want to take and what you can take? And um, a lot of times when people are moving, they feel a little bit like that, you know, that they're leaving everything very familiar behind. So um, we, we try to help people focus on what, what means the most, um, what other... Um, what other way that there, if there's something that they can't take with them um, because there just isn't enough room, um, what other way can they hold that in their hearts so that it doesn't feel like such a loss? What are some and, examples of, of ways that you've worked around that or help people come to terms with an item? I mean, what are some items that typically people just don't have room to take with them, but had, but they're very, they have a lot of uh, sentimental uh, attachment to the items. We worked with one lady who was amazing, who had a collection of very small toilets um, that she had collected with her husband in their travels all over the world. What? And they were all, toilets? They were all t- Yes, all teeny tiny toilets. <laughs> and oh my pretty- gosh, that's so interesting. Yeah, really, really interesting. But she went from living in a very large home to a very small um, in okay. one bedroom apartment. And so she couldn't display all of them. And, um, you know, she it was really hard because these were memories. You know, this is when we traveled here and when we traveled sure. there. And this is the first one I got. And, and so... Um, Gradually, over the time that we worked with her, she she started really thinking about which ones of all of those were the most important. And she decided that maybe the energy of what of of the excitement that she had when she first got them was what she was looking for. And so she painted a wall in each room a bright color, which was totally different than, you know, anything having to do with the collection, but it gave her the same feeling. And that's what was really important to her. And it made her feel like she was really starting off and she was, you know, on a new phase of her life. And that recreated, recaptured the excitement that she had. Um, Sometimes we've worked with people who've had um, sterling silver that they received when they were married and none of their kids want it. Um, one family gave um, their set to um, a friend's kids who really wanted it, but you know thought Aww. that you know, yeah, and so that made them feel good. Um, oh, you know, people have one uh, 
one family recently had a really large piece of art that would have fit in her new home, which was much smaller, but it would have dominated the space. And she had a friend who'd always admired it, so she gave it to her. Um, We worked with one um, woman who had a home full of absolutely beautiful sterling silver and china and furniture, everything immaculately maintained. And she said, you know what, I won't name the charity, but she said that this charity had always been really supportive of her. And so she just gave it all to them. And that made her feel really good. (laughs) And so a lot of times it comes down to what's going to make you feel good. What's going to make you feel good um, and letting it go. So, um, yeah, yeah. Amazing people. We work with amazing people. (laughs) Well, people are so interesting. You know, I love to go into people's homes and see what, what they surround themselves with Mm -hmm. because it tells me so much about them. You know, what, yes. what they value and what's important. And I think it's hard for all of us to think about in some ways. I mean, I'm not going to kid myself. I know for a fact that my millennial kids don't want my my quilt, my collection of quilts and my, you know, uranium glass or whatever other thing I collect. And that's yeah. I'm doing it just for me. And I'm I really don't care what they do with it when I'm not around to enjoy it. But I, I don't know, it does make you kind of look at your collections a little bit differently. I mean, do you look at the things you own and have acquired? And do you think of them a little differently after working with so many families who, who spend energy trying to downsize and find different homes for their belongings? Yes, I do. I, um, I've I've always tried not to accumulate too much. That's just my personality. But I okay. do All right. a lot of quilts. <laughs> and oh, do you? Okay, I, well, maybe I'll see you at an estate sale. So we'll be fighting over one. <laughs> and quilters. <laughs> so I've made a lot of quilts. Oh, and so, oh. Yeah, and I, I just really enjoy them. That was a real gift that my mother-in-law gave me and saying she, she dealt in... Um, British sterling and export China. And she said, oh, use gosh. what you use and enjoy what you have. Yeah. And so I don't treat anything. I mean, there's some things I'm more careful with, but I don't treat anything as though it's so precious. It needs to be packed up and boxed away. We use right. everything. We um, I yeah. had a little tea set that had been my mother's that she got when she was a little girl. And um, a friend of mine has um, five granddaughters, and she said they loved tea parties. And so I gave her the little tea set, um, and they absolutely loved it. And they called me. It was when everything was shut down, and they called me, um, and I saw them playing with it on Zoom, and they were laughing and giggling. And I was like, that's so much more joy than sitting, you know, in a cupboard in my house. Did you know there are many benefits from volunteering? Not only are you a productive member of society in your community by providing much needed tasks for a nonprofit agency to carry out their mission, but you also benefit as well. Studies show that consistent movement and interactions produce positive brain, heart, and joint results. Plus, let's be honest, it's fun to volunteer and support a group or cause that's important not only to the community, but also to you personally. Lots of things have health benefits, not many are also fun. 
Not sure what to do? Reach out to Greater Cleveland Volunteers, celebrating 50 years of connecting people to volunteer opportunities. Give us a call at 216-391-9500, extension 2116, or go to our website, greaterclevelandvolunteers.org. Any other tips for people looking to downsize or get ready for a move uh, before we wrap up here? Uh, uh, some of your your top your top hints of how to make this more bearable. Sure. Um, <laughs> again, start early. Um, family and friends often mean well and offer to help, but sometimes they just don't have the time or the physical ability. So pace sure. yourself accordingly. If you're counting on help see what it's really going to turn out to be. Um, Storage units, I would say, unless it's for very short-term storage because you're planning to go somewhere else, um, we have helped a lot of people. Empty storage units that have been full for 5, 10, 15 years. Oh, my Um, gosh. Don't put things in storage unless you absolutely have to, and it's for short-term Uh, Sometimes people um, wonder about the distance and distance um, that someone is moving does make a difference, mainly because of the cost. Right now, to move long distance is very expensive because of the, um, you know, just all the things that have happened in shipping. And so sometimes people make decisions about letting go of things that they wouldn't if they were making a local move. Um, So that's something to think about, too. And something to end on an up note. Um, yes, please. Are things, <laughs> I'm just are thinking things. of all my stuff around my house. And I'm thinking, oh, Hillary, you'd be so embarrassed if you saw I'm sitting in a closet stacked with puzzles and craft work and all kinds of picture frames. And oh, my word. That's great. Well, you know what? Um, <laughs> that's, that's great. And it sounds like fun. So I, I would say we've been really surprised lately that um, more kids are taking more things during the past year. And I don't know oh. if it's because of the economy. I'm not sure what's going on, but keep that in mind and open up. Um, you know, if your kids aren't interested, then you let your friends know you have some things. We've been uh, the other day, very pleasantly surprised um, uh, to walk into a house and almost everything was gone because friends and family had come and and taken them. So that was great, you know, and it, wow. it made, um, you know, it made our client feel so much better that people who she knew and loves, you know, would like her things. So, um, yeah. yeah, neighbors That's too. Nice. That's nice. Yeah. I'll have to, have to keep that in mind. Or maybe some of my, well, see, and I'm, I'm still in the acquiring stage because I'm just nosy enough and greedy enough to want things. So, <laughs> but Hillary, I really appreciate your, your time um, today. And before we get to our, our wrap up questions, I want to give a shout out to your website. It's creativemovesllc.com. If you want to know more about Hillary King's company creative moves and what she does and i don't know she's just a good solid organized person so and calm i think so which is what i would need in a situation like this and before we uh wrap up i ask all my guests three questions mostly out of selfish reasons because i'm always looking for um 
books and shows and advice. So I'm, uh, what are you reading right now? Anything good? I just finished Horse by Geraldine oh. Brooks. It's fantastic. Wasn't that great? Oh, our book club read that. Oh my gosh. Yes. Did you love it? It's a great book. Loved it. Loved it. Yes. And uh, her other book, March, uh, about um, Louise May Alcott's Little Women's, uh, their fam- their father is oh, also really good. I didn't read that. Okay. And she wrote that also? No, Geraldine Brooks. Geraldine Brooks wrote oh, it. Oh, Geraldine Brooks. Oh, she wrote March also? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Ex- oh, I didn't realize that. Even better than Force, I think. It's really good. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm all right. also, uh, what are you watching or streaming right what? now? I'm watching a, um, a, a fun show called Fireflies on BritBox. And it's about an Australian fi- volunteer firefighting team. Um, totally different than anything I usually watch, but they're out there okay. in the country. They're fighting these fires. It's very soap opera-ish, but the scenery is gorgeous. And it's given me a real appreciation for what people all over the world have been experiencing um, with wildfires. So Ooh, okay. really, really, really good. And um, yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, that sounds good. I, I had not heard that. Yes. I've been, um, yeah, I'm always looking for something. I, I love, I love TV. So I, and I watch everything. So I'm always looking for something new to watch. Oh, and my yeah. final question is what advice would you give your 20 year old self? Oh, I'd say the world is beautiful, you know, and even when things are, are looking bleak, the world is beautiful. People are beautiful. Just look, look for the best in things and, and things will get better. Oh, that's great advice. That's very upbeat advice. Thank you. I'm Thank you for that. <laughs> I, well, I was just telling somebody I have the um, the post Groundhog Day blahs. So I, <laughs> I need to snap out of it. So that's, that's exactly the kind of advice I need. Thank you so much for your time today, Hillary. Uh, it's Hillary King with Creative Moves. And if you want to listen to our other podcasts, uh, go to northeastohioboomer.com. They're all on there. And until next time, make your next half your best half. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. I want to thank our guest and I want to thank our sponsor, Greater Cleveland Volunteers, celebrating 50 years of connecting people to volunteer opportunities.